Oh, excuse me, Mr. Ventura. I have to rest. Of course you do. Oh, the Wachatis believe they draw their power from these caves, but they now live in fear since the vanishing of their sacred bat. The one we're here to find, Mr. Ventura. You didn't say anything about a bat. What's the difference? What's the difference? Have you ever seen a bat? They're hideous. Lifeless, beady eyes, clawed feet, huge, grotesque wings. Wings! They give you rabies, you know. <laughs> yes, quite. I see your point. But are you saying that you won't take the case? As a being of light, I must show compassion for all the living things of nature. Good. I'm not touching it, though. Who spanked you? Hey, guys, this is David from Horror Movie Talk. Want to hear a story about my balls? Well, we just got a real corporate sponsor, so of course I'm going to be talking about my balls. Manscaped.com. And if you use code HMT at checkout on manscaped.com. You get 20% off on all you, all products that you purchase from them and you get free shipping. So make sure you listen to the mid row following our scores for the movie to hear all about my nuts. Hello and welcome to horror movie talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. releases always get priority but we also review older horror movies both good and horrible wow that didn't sound good hello and welcome to horror movie talk a show where i will be mainlining coffee for the rest of the episode because man we got a long day yeah, it's 12.15. This is way past our use-by date. Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology. Hi, everyone. And Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare no-nos. Tell me, Bryce, <laughs> tell me, Bryce, what's keeping you spooky this week? <laughs> keeping spooky this week? Well, I just saw Halloween Part 3, and oh, 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 oh boy, it is the scariest spooktacular spook fest. They had robots and and Stonehenge, and uh, you never realized how scary Stonehenge could be. Oh, oh, man. That sounds like a real creep show. <laughs> <laughs> we have fun. We do. Oh, oh, we're so crazy. <laughs> we have fun. So uh, go ahead and check out our website at HorrorMovieTalk.com. From there, you'll find links to all of our social media. We post new episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts because that helps us out a whole bunch. Also, if you'd like to call the show and tell us to chill the fuck out, call 682-253-4468. We've got a real zinger of a show for you guys today. Today, you guys got to be oh, man. super excited oh, about man. this one. Yeah, all right, folks. It's been building up. We've heard your cries. There has been a grassroots campaign to get us to review this movie, starting all the way 
over across the world in Sweden. That's right. We've gotten voicemails, DMs, and Facebook posts. Frankly, we're tired of hearing about this movie. So today... You've, you've like, worn us down. Like waves on the beach. We're tired of... I mean, it's relentless. And there's this huge campaign. Like, we can't... Like, there's nothing we can do. We have to review this movie. We have to. So, today we will be reviewing... Bats. Bats! Bats, yeah. 1999's... Classic. Yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips feature. That's right. So we'll start out uh, by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We score on a scale of one to ten. One being a miserable dredge where it makes you very angry you had to watch it. Five being an average film that hits all the expected marks. And ten being so good that it transcends genre boundaries. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. And later in this episode, I've heard your cries for games from yonder episodes past. And so we will be doing Lifetime movie or horror movie later in this episode. So as I said, man. I mean, we listen to our fans. We do. Where people ask us for things and we deliver. Yeah. And so Magnus from Sweden has been asking over and over again. Please review bats. Yeah, yeah. He said, "He said, please, please review bats." And so, um, you know, we watched it on Tubby or Tubi. Tubi. It's Tubi? also on Tubi? Amazon Prime. Okay, uh, is it free on there? Mm-hmm. Oh wow, shit! Um, I could have avoided a bunch of commercials. Uh, yeah, our fans have united behind Magnus and demanded that we review bats. And uh, I have to say that I get it. You know, it was uh, a really fun movie. It was a fun movie with it. It's like so. So 90s. So 90s. Yeah, it's 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 a decent but goofy premise with like a solid list of B actors. Right. Um, and um, yeah, you'll remember everybody who stars in this. It's like B plus actors. Like, do you think? For I mean, for the 90s, like it's uh, I don't know. Lou Diamond Phillips is so 90s. Like, if you were to make a parody. <laughs> like trailer yeah. of like an action movie in the 90s. Yeah. You'd be like starring Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, without any further ado, let's get into the trailer. The full moon of October is known as the hunter's moon. This October, the hunters will be out in force, filling the hungry sky. And you are the midnight snack. trailer was uh garbage don't let that don't let the trailer fool you uh uh, bats is about you guessed it 
killer bats. Uh, these bats have been genetically tampered with, and now they have a taste for blood. <laughs> this small town in Texas has been hit hard with this new strain of genetically modified bats, and our small team of bat biologists and police need to get it under control before they spread across the continent in exactly the same way that real-life scientists told us killer bees would take over in the 90s. Remember, remember that? When the big threat to, to existence as a, as a country as a uh -huh. was was killer bees, and now the biggest threat is killer bees. I long for a time when that was the biggest threat, when it was like those fucking killer bees gonna fuck us up. Have you ever seen videos of like beekeepers uh, with killer bees? Uh, no, they just kill them. <laughs> oh, they just squish them. They just go. Oh well, this one's. This one's really aggressive. This hive is like super aggressive. So they've been Africanized. Done. And then they just put a, you know, plastic bag over them. <laughs> just suffocate them. Wow. That's hard. And that's it. That's, they that's just, it. So it's not like they're going to sweep over the continent in terms of bees. Because it just, I mean, maybe the ones in the wild, but I mean... If you're a beekeeper, you're just going to kill your killer bees. Well, this this episode isn't about bees; <laughs> it's about bats, idiot. So let's get it uh, let's get it right. Eventually, the military is called in uh, to this to this small town, and everyone gets more bats than they bargained for. Uh, my review of bats is that it is a very very stereotypical creature feature from a time when Jurassic Park, Gremlins, and Anaconda were big hits. Um, there was there was a formula during this time. What are you laughing about? <laughs> Dustin just showed sent a photo. He says, I really want to post this to Horror Movie Talk Group. You gotta see this. Okay. Let's see here. <laughs> oh please no. Oh please no. Actually, yeah, you should. <laughs> so um <laughs> So, yeah, so as I was saying, there was a formula back in the 90s, and if you stuck to it, generally speaking, it paid off. And bats stuck to that fucking formula. It stuck to the creature feature formula mm -hmm. of the 90s. Right. Uh, in this instance... The dialogue in this movie, just, it was such a throwback of like, wow, this is what every 90s action movie dialogue was. Like, oh, man. Every, it was like... This guy's studying underneath Michael Bay. Like, this is a Michael Bay, like, cheaper version. Yeah. It's like Michael Bay with a lower budget. Yeah. Still pretty much the same amount of explosions. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, cheaper cast, cheaper director. This director, did you look at the the uh, CV of this director? A little bit, but I can't recall. He directed the horror classic... Carnosaur 2. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, in this instance, they stuck to the formula, but it didn't pay off, and I'm not totally sure why. In fact, this movie got scorned by critics. People fucking eviscerated this thing, and frankly, it doesn't really deserve that level of hatred. Um, it's not a terrible movie. It's not a good movie. It is a very stereotypical, like, it is right there in the vein of Anaconda. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, is Bats undeniably great? No. Does it deserve the kind of ire that it drew from critics at the time? Maybe a little bit, but I would also argue no. Bats had me laughing more than a few times, 
and uh, it definitely left me wondering why I'd never heard of this made-for-cable movie, basically made-for-cable movie. I was never t uh, left totally amazed, but I had a good enough time, and I think the reason that this movie got waylaid the way it did was because it was released on the tail end of a totally, totally, totally fucked-out concept, which is 90s creature feature movies. When, you... when did Scream come out? Uh, 96. Okay, so that's... That's kind of the reason, because movies started to get real meta, mm. like very like winking the eye, mm -hmm. like it towards the, the end of the 90s of like, yeah, 97 Starship Troopers came out and that was basically a creature feature. And that was the most meta, like, I mean, aside right. from maybe Scream. I mean, even the source material of that is, is meta, too. But right. like they those type of meta movies where it's like. It's commenting on how ridiculous some of these action movies are. So right. like Last Action Hero, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And this was after all that stuff came out. So By it was a like, good margin. And it was the most like cookie cutter. Yeah. Just action script premise. Reminded me of Tremors just very much. Yeah. But Tremors is way more subtle. Than well, that. this sure. is like the the type of movie where they try to make it cool right. like try to like right. really really make it like sit down at a computer console and begin hacking mm -hmm. with smashy hands and lots of completely stereotypical character types yeah. like archetypes right like the black guy in this is not a subtle character at all his no. his entire purpose is go oh shit <laughs> gross oh hell no <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the time Bats was released, everyone was tired of this super generic creature feature kind of movie because it had been done to death. Uh, I think if it had been released in 1992 instead of 99, we would all remember this movie fondly instead of maybe never having heard of it at all. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, do you think that's a fair assessment? Like, release it in 92 and we probably would be a lot more fond of this? Um. Yeah, I think it could have gotten more attention. Yeah. Back then, because there was... I thought that a, was... A, there's I, thought, a, I was very proud of my hot take there. There's a real appetite for, like, schlock yeah. in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Like, just look at the Batman movies. Sure, yeah. Like, it's impressive, it, you know, yeah. the, the the extent that it went. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, maybe this this def this movie definitely could not exist outside of the 90s. This is... Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, yeah. What what score do you give it? Yeah, this is this, this is a, a hard one to score. It is a really hard one to score. But if I'm being totally fair, uh, and I try tried to, uh, and again, this is with myself. Look, listen, listen, people. Uh -huh. Reviewing movies is a joke. It's a joke to review movies because everything hits everyone differently, mm -hmm. and your taste is solely your taste. Now there are some undeniable things. Uh, Seven is a horror movie. Alien is the best horror movie maybe ever made. All of these things are set in stone right. for everyone. Um, but for the most part, like this is just, these are just our opinions, man. So right. don't fucking freak out. All right. All right. Now that you've couched it. It's an, it's an ad, totally average movie, especially if you're looking at it from the, from the nineties. I right. can see going four with it if you want to be real critical and like edgy, but it's, this is a fine movie. This is a five to me. Um, yeah, there there needs to be a different scale for these types of movies, right? Where it's like, yeah, real bad but super enjoyable, right? Right? Like, yeah, I puppet master movies would fall right into right, that. yeah. So like, there should be 
the scale of one to ten, but then also like I'd I'd score this a retard on a scale of one to ten. Whoa! Just like outside of outside of that numeric scale, uh-huh. this is just full retard. <laughs> wow. Wow. I gotta stop saying retard. I like it. I like it. I like how you do it. Um, like I, what what do you? Give I it? think the actual score. I would give it a three, but that's like a sweet spot for me. That's like not so bad. See, and this that is it's... weird. Your scale is like your scale is like one is terrible, ten is the best, five is totally average, and then three is somehow sometimes better than five for you. You're like three is a sweet spot. No, I had a good time with it because I'm scoring it on how good was the movie in itself, like. Apart from my own, like, I'm trying to... Biases? Yeah, my own biases or, like, my... Trying to separate my subjectivity, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And uh, say, like, as a movie, how good is the movie itself? Mm -hmm. And then separate from that is how much I enjoyed it. Right. You know? Mm. So, I think the movie itself is... It's not a good movie. It's not uh, even an average movie by 90s like scale yeah i mean there's a these are a dime a dozen so yeah i guess it would be average in that way but um yeah i don't know i i think it's like how dumb it was and how like low quality the the effects on it were hey whoa (laughs) hey it's that was some good animatronics dude was it yeah i think it was okay um, well, yeah, well, I, I mean, considering Gremlins was 10 years before this, yeah. or actually 14 years before this. It's not animatronics, it's just yeah. puppets. It's very obvious, no, there, like. Oh, no, there was there was animatronics. Sure. There was one bat that kept uh, kept resurfacing. Uh-huh. It was, so, yeah, yeah I, give alpha it a, bat. I give it a three, um, but that's like a sweet spot of like, if you're in a certain mood... Like you can sit if you weren't in the mood to watch a bad movie and you watch this, you would not enjoy it. You'd just be like, Ugh, right. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the wor- you would change the channel. Mm-hmm. If you were like, hey, let's watch a bad movie and make fun of it. This mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. perfect for that. It's very nostalgic feeling. Hey, did you know that there was also like speaking of like uh, rodents and or I know bats aren't rodents necessarily, but, um, you know, little little furry critters. You know, what? there's also a movie. Uh, I think it was an Italian film released way back in like the 70s. It's kind of like Jallo. It's called, huh. um, I think it was Rats. Huh. Yeah. Never heard of it. Well, it's, it's, I, I'm told that, uh, if I recall, I think it's pretty decent. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I think Kitty mentioned something about that. Yeah. She might have. Yeah. Um, oh, well. Anyway. Maybe we'll review that one down the road. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so listen up, whores. Uh, Remember I told you at the start of this show that I tell you a story about my nuts? Well, um Here we go. Good news. Here's here's a, here's a story about my nuts. Did, okay, so when when was the first time you uh have you shaved your junk before? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Everyone it's a rite of passage yeah. to shave it. Yeah. And to be honest, I think every man understands that shaving them is the wrong move. Right. Like it's great for about like three hours. Yeah, like, you don't want to. Oh you don't want to go s- get down to the skin. Like, oh my gosh, this is like the nicest, smoothest mm. scrotum I've ever had in my life. Like even before when I was a baby, I bet I still had some peach fuzz down there. This is this is pure skin. Yeah, for about three hours, you're like, it's intense delight. My life is complete by hour three and one minute. My life is ruined. 
<laughs> you start getting stubble and it's the worst experience. Do you ever get like which like is where you, manscaping comes in? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you know do you ever get like the beard hair like where you're at like a day and it just catches on your shirt wrong? Yeah. Or something and it just mm-hmm. stabs you. Oof. Like the whisker stabs you. Imagine that on the wrinkly you know, yeah, constantly changing area of the nutsack. So really what you, it's an you don't amorphous, want to, it's an amorphous liquid less than it is. It's, 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 your yeah, nutsack is. It's like a Newtonian liquid. Right. Newtonian, um, whatever it's called. Uh, um, so what you don't want to do is shave. What you want to do is trim. Manscape. Yes. Yeah. And this is where we're going with this is manscape.com has given us a, a, uh, a checkout code that it, you know, you put some stuff in your basket over there on manscaped.com. You check out, uh, and in the discount code portion, you put in HMT, and they get you 20% off your entire order and free shipping. So, um, you know, it, this how ha- well, I think this episode's probably going to be released after Halloween. So we're, uh, we're going to skip the Halloween read and, and go into, you know, uh, the story about my nuts, um, mm. which is, you know, the first time that I shaved, uh, I think I understood the premise of don't don't get down to the skin. So right, I did right, right, right. I did manscape it, and uh, and the reason was I heard that it made your junk look bigger. Yeah, you get like a full like depending on how thick your bush is. Like, yeah, you can get a full visual thick. inch. Thick, it is thick. Right, and so yeah, and so I was you know I was I think I was probably dating someone, and I was like. You know, it's time to time to impress. Mm. You want that first impression to be memorable, and uh, and that extra inch, that's memorable. Mm. You know, and it, really, it's about presentation, right? You know, it can't always be in the dark. You got sometimes you're gonna have to show it to her or him, a hundred percent, and you want that to be a good first impression, and that's why manscaping is important. So. Um, so that's the first time I, I shaved was, I was like, I hear that. And it worked. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, my dick does look a lot bigger. And then, you know, you play with it a little bit and you get it, you get a, a chub going and you get, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it does look bigger. So there's, the, uh-huh, that's uh-huh. reason enough for any respectable dude. To- and it's easier to, to handle, to be honest. Oh yeah, like, for sure. Less hair gets in the way. You like start less, sweat, pulling. less yeah. sweat pool or mm-hmm. like is able to be absorbed. And so then your, your underpants. Well, we'll get into it. Right, right, there's right. all kinds of there's all kinds of different uh, products on Manscaped to uh-huh. to help with this, like the toner and uh, the crop preserver. Um, there's also they also if you buy the Perfect Package 3.0, it comes with uh, anti chafing performance boxer briefs that keep your package cool and smelling fresh all day. And you know, like I said, they do have the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. Mm-hmm. So you know, make sure to get clean and mean with this perfect package 3.0. It comes with a ton of stuff, comes with a uh, a shaver that doesn't allow you to nick your nuts. I don't know I don't know how this works, but uh but you know, but I wouldn't play any fucking games with it either. Yeah. It's it's uh, I mean they really invest in the technology. The R&D at manscaping at manscape.com is is a is amazing thing to behold. Like when you hold it in your hands, you're like, "Wow." Yeah. These guys know balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code HMT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code HMT 
to uh you know to make that happen for you we and support the people who support us support our sponsors because i know 66 percent of you are men at least with crotch hair and I know all of you are not taking care of yourself. Uh, also, you can support uh, support the show by uh, check it by becoming a patron over on patreon.com slash horror movie talk. And from there, you can get access to the Afterpod. And- you can get access to our shop where you can buy T-shirts. You can also go to the button in the banner that sends you to Amazon. If you're going to buy stuff from Amazon, we'll get a little taste of that. Also, uh, check out Dustin Goble, our artist that makes all the the art for the posts he's a professional artist who fucks hard and he, Boy, does he man he also will take commissions he was a guest on the podcast a couple episodes ago for contact, possessor yeah contact him at dgobel00 on instagram that's at d-g-o-e-b-e-l-0-0 on instagram and make your artistic dreams come true if you want to leave us a voicemail call us at 682-253-4468 thanks again for listening and let's get into spoilers Woo! Spoiler. Oh, spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> so I know we said that uh, that the best 90s horror movie was Scream, but that was before we saw Bats. Uh-huh. Thanks, Magnus. <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate you uh, you recommending this. So the movie starts off, you know, as so many horror movies do with a couple of kids in a car <laughs> and they don't know if the, I don't know if this is a good idea. Which mm-hmm. I don't know what they were referring to, but it's in Gallup, Texas, and there's yeah, strong choice to do Gallup, Texas, because Gallup, you think of Gallup, New Mexico. I don't think of that anything so at that's all. The, that's the city in uh, in uh, route Route sixty six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You're you're more cultured than me. Okay. Um. So yeah, you know, this is a very, very stereotypical. So everything about this movie is so stereotypical. I just can't use that word enough. So let's just skip saying that word and just say, you've seen this a hundred percent. You've seen this before, right? You know, the 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 bitch in the car is kind of pissed off at the guy, and she's, I already know what you're gonna say, and he's like, ugh, and then whoosh, something flies by him. He's like, what was that? And in your head, as the viewer, like, I bet that was a bat. And mm-hmm. then, well, what tipped you off to that? The fact that the movie is called Bats. I mean, it, it well, it was really more the streak, uh-huh. you know, that right, 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 you know, because that happens a lot. You'll be outside, and then, and then a bat will fly by, and you'll be like, "What was that?" Yeah, and then you, and then you kind of come to the realization, "Oh, that was a bat." Yeah, has that ever happened to you? Mm-hmm. Has it? Yeah, I've seen bats. Oh, have Why you not? ever had one like sw- swoop past you? Yeah, I mean. Long time ago, we took a vacation to Lake Powell, and they wow, being all so all over the place. I was being so facetious. Like, no. I, I thought, this has never happened. There's some places where there's just bats, like, everywhere, infested. Like, it's just, like, everywhere they're flying around. Wow. Yeah, there was one place that I uh, camped when I worked for the Forest Service where you could throw a piece of chicken, like a little piece of chicken, up into the air, and it would not hit the ground. <laughs> um, they would grab it every fucking time. Huh. They were all, all over the place. Um. So anyway, <laughs> these kids get, you know, waylaid by bats, uh-huh. uh, as you do, and they break in through the window like a bunch of fucking really intensely, uh, they're they are bats with with an agenda. 
mm-hmm. and uh, they break into the car and they just they're Africanized bats. <laughs> They're killer bats. Uh, they isn't that like the most racist thing? Africanized? Yeah, they're Africanized. I don't know. I guess we could make it racist. Are they really from Africa? Like the killer bees? Did they really come from Africa, or is that just like a racist? Yeah, actually, thing? didn't they come from South America? Why are you calling them Africanized? Is it just because they're bad, and you perceive Africa as being bad? The fuck is they're that? They're more violent. More violent mm-hmm. over there. Who is they? What do you mean when you say they? I'm just talking about the racist undertones of America. Me too. Everyone's, you know, I mean, I don't have to cite sources or anything, but there's a history of uh, well, of prejudice around African-Americans. Africa, maybe that's a better way to say it. African-American. African-Americanized. These. Bats. Um, so with that, just jokes, people. Just jokes. So, yeah, then we have this incomprehensible bat attack. It was, uh, and and this is a trend in this movie. Anytime there are bats attacking, it's impossible to tell what's going on. Lots of fast cuts, like you said, lots of, um, what, what's yeah, his name? Yeah, just a- absolute chaos. Yes. But what's it, What's the Transformers guy's name? Michael Bay. Yeah, it's a very Michael Bay yeah, attack. Right. It's just incomprehensible cuts, cut, 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 and then uh, bloody bodies at the end of this dizzying series of editing faux pas. And then we uh, then we get to Skull, Ver- Skull Valley, Arizona, which doesn't matter at all, but mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, it's like, this is like, well, it's this, got a cool name. This is like the scene in Jurassic Park when they, when they, when, um, the, the doctor flies to Montana to pick up the, uh, the two archaeologists, yeah. you know, it's like, I got to go to the field to get these, these, these experts. Cause mm-hmm. these are the bad experts and they're studying bats and lo and behold, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's this girl who I don't know who she is, um, as an actress, she's kind of a nobody. Uh, what are you talking about? Oh, really? Just mention Star Trek Troopers, and she was in it. <gasps> oh, yeah. No, you're right. That, that turns her into a total somebody. Um, was she in anything else, or is the, was she forgotten to time after? I don't know. That bats and Starship Troopers. I mean, it was kind of down. I mean, I mean, isn't Starship Troopers one of your favorite movies? N- no, RoboCop is, but they're fairly similar. Um, oh, what's his name? D- Lima, no, whatever her name is. I like how Robocop, I'm hanging my hat on Robocop. Robocop is not my favorite movie. I'm just saying in terms of, in terms of, uh, a, a movie that's like Starship Troopers. Dina Rob- Meyer. Dina Meyer. Um, what else has she done? Oh, <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic. She was in Saw. We just watched Saw. Yeah. I didn't recognize her in either of those. And she was, well, she was the wife in Saw. And then she was in Star Trek Nemesis, um, NCIS Los Angeles. Yeah, then she just did a bunch of shows, it looks like. It's good to know you can find work, you know? Um, Wow, you're really, really condescending to Dina Meyer. Well, I mean, she's fine. She's also on Beverly Hills 90210. I'm just saying she's not- And Dragonheart. Okay. Uh, Peel. but more notably, her partner in bats is the leader of the Jamaican bobsled team. Uh, what, what's his, what's his goddamn real name? Um, Leon, uh, just one name. No, it's, uh, Jimmy Sands. Oh, the character's name. Yeah. Wait, no, his real name is Jimmy Sands, isn't it? You're talking about the black guy? Yeah. Why has he got to be black? (laughs) 
<laughs> the, you're talking about the African American guy? Yeah, thank you. African Americanized. <laughs> Jimmy Sands is the character's name. Oh, my apologies. His 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 real name is Leon. Just Leon. Just Leon. What? I know him from the Temptations miniseries, which is a great miniseries, by the way. That he was played a great miniseries. he played David Ruffin, which is like my favorite character off of that. Yeah. Yeah, he plays the most generic African-Americanized person in this movie <laughs> ever. <laughs> it is it is so like you're like, "Oh wow. That is that character must have been around for so long that like you just don't even appreciate that that was a thing." Yeah. You know, cuz it feels at once it feels like so familiar. <laughs> and then at the same time it's like Wow, this is completely anachronistic. Like this could not exist today, you know, because people tend to be a little more fleshed out when they're minorities nowadays, as opposed to, oh, shit, I ain't touch no bat. (laughs) (laughs) I can't swim. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a he's so stereotypical. It's offensive. Right. Uh, But um, and I like the actor, though. And I'm not easily offended. Right. (laughs) Yeah, so uh so he's in it. Bob Gunton is also in it. The the warden from uh you will remember him definitely as the warden from Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, he's the he's the evil scientist, which is also another character where it's like <laughs> the level of dictum in like 90s villains is um n- What's it Un- called? Unparalleled. Unparalleled. Yeah. Yes, he's, he's such a dick. And it's so... <laughs> it's like the most ridiculous thing. He's like, no, they're not... They're not a... Um, because nor- the, the the species of bat is like uh, uh, is supposed to be herbivore, the, right? It's no, it's supposed to be a a, a, a vegetarian. It's vegetarian. supposed to be a um, it's a it's a flying fox from the Philippines or whatever, right? And so, like the bat experts, are like this doesn't make any sense. That's are, a huge bat. These are herbivores, and like they, yeah, but I needed the size. Now they're carnivores. And he's and like, and then the guy's like, no, 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 they're omnivores. How is that more impressive or scary? Wouldn't it be more scary if they were were carnivores and not omnivores? And then he goes on to explain. They're like, why? Why did you do that? And he's like, I have the sound clip. Okay. Don't. Okay, okay, okay. don't uh, yeah. I won't step on it. Yeah, don't step on it. Uh, I uh, wish. Did you get the. Oh, man. Okay. The part that's the most 90s action for me uh-huh. is when the helicopter arrives yeah. to pick him up. The dialogue in that. <laughs> It's like, oh man, I almost want to pull it up because it's, they, they appear to, uh, Dina Meyer's character. What's her, what's her name? Um, so they appear to Dr. Sheila Casper and Jimmy Sands as they're like, as she's spelunking down a cave to study bats and this helicopter comes and, you know, action man steps out of the helicopter and is like, we got to. We got to get you back to blah, 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 blah. And she's like, what is this all about? And then, like, the Jimmy Sands is like, oh, hell no. What are you, what you talking about? What what you, what you job talking about, the cracker? And then. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> and. Canceled. <laughs> the guy, like. Oh, it's so, it's so 90s. It's so delightful. He goes, and they do this twice. He goes. 
bats, doctor. It's bats. So they like, it's such like a trope thing to be like, what's going on? What is this all about? And gets real serious. It's bat, doctor. It's bats. Uh. And then later they go to wherever they're going to. And uh, she explains like what kind of biologist she is. She's like, study bats. It's, a, it's about bats. I study bats. The amount of... Yes, so that's my next thing. The, yeah, I, I have this written down. Bats. I work with bats. Bats? Yes, bats. <laughs> I thought you said rats. No, I said bats. Oh, because bats are what we have here, so I guess that makes sense. Huh? Yeah, bats. Like, it's just... They, they yeah. repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. Right. And it's like, how many times are we going to hear the fucking word bats? Yeah. This is this de- this episode. We're definitely going to say bats more than any other right, episode. Right. Um. Yeah. So they find a fucked up body. I didn't pull the eleven minute soundbite. Um. But um. Uh, yeah. So I, let me see if this is. Let me see if this is the one. What exactly did you do to them? I'm sorry. But oh, again, goodness. I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> <laughs> now that's bullshit. Those things are killing people in my town, and as far as I can tell, you're directly responsible for that. We need to know what we're dealing with here, Doctor. I'm kind of curious myself, now that you mention it. <laughs> Guess which character that is. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you then. And you let me know how I do. You've somehow increased their natural intelligence. Yes. And their ability to work together communally. Well, that's not so bad. We could all use a little dose of that. Then you made them aggressive. Now, that's bad. Finally, you made them carnivores. No, Dr. Casper. No. I made them omnivorous. Idiot. Put my bats anywhere in the world and... They will will feed. Why would you do that? Because I'm a scientist. That's what we do. We make everything a little better. Bigger livestock, better crop yields. Millions of years of evolution. Arrogance to think that you could do better. What a dick but she's a scientist too she should know as a scientist you make things better that's great there's no motive for this guy and there's no like backstory of like i'm part of a secret secret government program to to make killer bats it's like no i'm just a scientist this but, is what i'm doing but not only is there no motive and is he just a scientist there's a real disdain a hatred in him that's like you fucking idiot you're so stupid don't you know uh, scientists make things better bigger beef more less ball hair this is this is how we do it we make the world better stupid mm-hmm. and it's like why do you hate her so much uh, and i love later in the it, <laughs> there's so much stuff that doesn't make sense later in hey, the movie you take that back later in the movie they capture one of these super aggressive bats to study. And Dr. Scientist, Dr. Evil Scientist is like, oh, good. You got one of my bats. Let me let me take that so I can analyze it. And then she's like, no, catch your own. And <laughs> and I thought to myself, he created these bats. He just didn't keep any of them like for science. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I just created some bats and then released every single one of them in every proof of of advancement into the wild because that's what you do as a scientist idiot you don't keep it you ever 
when that when they sent the memo out about how you do science, you didn't do that part. Right. Stupid. So this is a really timely actually it's a really timely um suggestion by Magnus because, you know, COVID uh, right. they I, I don't I think the bats thing has actually been disproven now. Uh I don't I don't think uh I don't think it came from the wild. I don't know. These are just these again. So it's not actually from a wet market? Uh no, I don't believe so. Um at least that's what China is saying which would be in <laughs> well, their it would be in their I, best interest. I don't if see it why were. we shouldn't trust them. It would be in their best interest if it were from a wet market, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, uh, they get a lot of fame from it. These bats attack like locusts. They right. swarm. And uh and it's there's actually a, a, a really cool scene where um where they all you see all their eyes. You know, they look and and uh-huh. all their eyes light up. That's a cool cool effect. Yeah. Um th- they <laughs> when they attack the car, they try and get into the engine. They crawl through the you know. <laughs> they're coming through the air vents and stuff. Yeah, like it's very invasive. Oh, I love that they're they're so yeah, what they Okay, this is this is another COVID um parallel. Did you catch this? They know that these super aggressive killer bats are on the loose, and so they warn the town. Mm. They say, go tell Gallup, Texas, stay indoors. Don't leave your house. There are killer bats on the loose and you will die. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> as we know, you if you can't. tell people to do simple things like wear a mask or hey, fuck just you, buddy. stay inside, don't make unnecessary trips, they're, of course, going to be like, no, freedom. You're not going to take my freedom. The liberty. From me. And uh, they go out with uh, American flags. And start uh, shooting into the air because uh, <laughs> that's what you do as American. And uh, so, yeah, it's very wow, apropos is, yeah, of COVID times Texas because too. they go out and the entire town is out and, and entire town's like on the street. There's yeah. nothing happening in yeah. the street. Just people walking yeah. back and forth between shops. And uh, then the bats attack. Yeah. Was this before or after the, oh. the attack on the I think this was an attack on the car, wasn't it? I don't remember. Anyways, they, they attack the car with Lou Diamond Phillips and Dina Meyer in it, and they're like, it's like invasion zombie movie because they're coming out of the air vents yeah, and like they're trying to everything. like they're trying to them. cram themselves into the engine like uh, through the tailpipe. And I love it because they're sitting inside it, and then Dina Meyer's character is like, they're trying to get in the engine. It's yeah. Like, how, how did you know that? How would you know that? Well, I I felt them crawl up my tailpipe. <laughs> Dino Myers said that once or twice. I'm sure. Um, yeah, so <laughs> they put a chip in the bat that they catch. They catch one to, mm-hmm. to study it, and the other bats the other bats promptly kill it and chop it in half in midair. They they sense that it's chipped and they like, fuck that this bat in particular. And they kill it. And here's the sound bite of that particular moment. Cut in half. Houston, we got a problem. (laughs) Houston, we got a problem. We got a problem. All the best lines come from Leon. (laughs) All of them. All the best lines. And I laughed out loud at that. That was was brilliant. So I want to meet the person who's scared by this movie. Who's like, (laughs) ah! You know, like, I I imagine if you hate bats. Yeah. This might do something to you. Maybe. But even then. 
Like, I, I also kind of expected this to, like, do the gremlin route where it was going to identify two particular bats mm. as the really evil bats. <laughs> and it kind of does that. Yeah, cause a little they, bit. Yeah, because they, they only have the one, they could only spring for the one animatronic bat. Right. So it ends up showing up several times. And you're yeah. like, I think that's that same bat from before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the in Gremlins where they have the one with the mohawk or the stripe. I and, hope a fan counts the amount of times we say bats in this episode. Uh-huh. And then and then lets us know on our on our fa- horror movie talk Facebook group. right, and um, so yeah, it's almost. Did you ever see which one was it? It was Alien versus Predator. I can't remember if it's the first one or the second one. Oof. But they make it a point. You watched both. I can't. I rem- I watched the bad one. I well, they're both terrible. The one where the alien gets scarred by like a a net. Yeah. Net. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first one. And net so head. he's marked. Yeah. Net and then head. there's like some other predator that's marked in some way Oof. and i remember when we watched that i was like oh no. they're doing that to to make those are the two yeah that are we're gonna follow even though there's like an army of aliens and an yeah. army of like predators nethead yeah yeah wouldn't it be wouldn't it be cooler if it was a all a bunch of predators against a bunch of aliens i don't know maybe not mm. hey, it's hard to say it was such a bad movie yeah I mean, it, it's not like it did itself any favors by singling out two. Who, who's right. to say? Um, so that they they kind of look at these. There's almost like that in this movie, but they never like make it. There a there's never a um, identifiable characteristic for these bats. I think but this it looks episode's like, it looks done. Like, it looks like the same two puppets. <laughs> I think this episode's done. I think we just talked about the whole movie. No, no. There's actually plenty more. It's just not. Notable, very notable. Right. It's so generic. The, the other things that are like very noticeable now is like anachronistic is the amount of explosions and the amount of like spark explosions. Well, you got it because the military got called in. Uh huh. Because these are uh, there, Afri- um, African Americanized bats. There's something very specific about like the explosions or like the electrical explosions where it's like throwing off way too many sparks way too many sparks and there's like a rocket of sparks right like it's, it, it's like it's almost like it's a pyrotechnic show right it's like you're at a great white concert or something right. and uh before you die lots of explosions in this movie and then yeah see if Not, anybody gets that great white reference i'll be impressed oh uh, i just understand. oh oh my gosh that is the most that is the most horrifying thing i've ever seen Oh, you've seen it? The video? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because there's a video of someone escaping and just how... And they're, like, at the back of the club. They're, like, close to the entrance. Yeah. And they get the fuck out of there, and it's, like, almost impossible because they're... I guess we we gotta flesh this out a little bit here. So Great Great White was a metal band uh, probably in the 90s. Um, uh, and they had a concert, they had a big pyrotechnic show in their concert and, and they're in a little tiny, tiny venue, a little venue and this venue, like had a basically an exit door painted on the wall or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And, uh, so they didn't adhere to fire standards, which and then, as we learn is important because if you fire starts, people die of fire. Yeah. And they, they're very flammable. The venue had like a bunch of soundproofing paneling, which was like foam yeah it was just like old and broken down so like when the little spark from the pyrotechnics hit it it started like on fire and spread really quickly so lots of people died yeah a lot of people died. i think it was like a hundred 
something in, in that maybe, range. maybe more than that it like might it's because yeah. uh, there's the video of the guy like videotaping it and you see it happening and you see people like heading for the doors and it's like literally like a sardine can shoving towards the doorway and he gets out and then he's something just, like the doors didn't open out and but the crowd was pressing so hard right that that uh that, you know, you, there was no chance of opening the door because there's all this pressure from behind. Yeah. And there's people that got out. But then you look back and it's like literally there there are people just stuck and trying to get out of every orifice of this building. Uh, and it was just like the th- three stooges going nyop, nyop, nyop. like they're not able to get through the doorway. Yeah. As I shouldn't make fun of that because a lot of people died and you hear screaming and, and torment it's, and people burning to death. It's a real horror, like horror show. Like, yeah, it's, that is that is really. I mean, it's the most horrifying sound and video that I've ever seen because you hear like screamings coming from the inside of it, yeah. and then you hear nothing after a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's real rough. Yeah, that was there was a lot. There was there was a couple different. Real uh, upsetting um, event issue things that happened right around that time too. Like uh, Pantera's lead guitarist um, Dimebag Daryl got gunned down at a show. Jeez. Uh, yeah, he, he got killed. Um, yeah, uh, right around that same time. Uh, anyway, so uh, back to bats. This less <laughs> scary. That was a tangent. A little bit of a tangent there. So uh, anyway, it's goofy bats. <laughs> so we get this great montage of getting the school. So they so they make the school their bat yeah. uh, headquarters. Right. The bat fighting headquarters. Bat proof. They bat proof the, the whole school. And mm-hmm. the, the montage of like. And everyone knows you can't bat proof anything. It's a motherfucking montage. A montage. And they put up like a chain link fence on all the windows. Yeah. And electrify it. And uh, yeah. Uh, I like the I like the baby by the open window. <laughs> did you did you remember? I don't that? remember that. There's a scene where there's there's a where the, it's it's right when the bats are about to attack the city. The, uh-huh. the, when the the gallop gallop Texas proper gets attacked, uh-huh. yeah. and there's this like little baby in a crib right next to this open window, and you're like, oh shit, they're not gonna let the bats eat the baby. But then it wouldn't have had a PG-13 rating, right? So you don't ha- you don't get to see the baby get eaten, but um, mm. you can imagine. Um, they were chasing a baby. <laughs> there was a baby. The baby looked at you. Uh, so uh, you know, while they're the the bad scientist who made the bats is like very protective, but he's still on the bat kill team. Like he's still mm-hmm. part of their effort because he knows enough. Bat but, team six. Yeah, bat team six. <laughs> <laughs> um. I designed the bats to know you are there, and I called them here to kill you. Muahahaha. <laughs> he said this in the movie, and and then there's a scene where he like goes out and is like, "These are my bats. Come they, to me, my babies. They obey my will. Watch." And then promptly gets eaten. By and the promptly bats. gets eaten by bats. He's like, "Oh no." My hubris, my inevitable failure. I love how seriously this movie takes itself. A hundred percent. No, there's not any tongue in cheek at all. It's like literally like, no, this is is legit. This is legit. Yeah. Like, do you hear my gurgling? Yeah. You've seen Anaconda. Well, here's bats. You've seen uh, uh, Schindler's List. Bats. (laughs) (laughs) Deadly serious. Deadly. 
Deadly, that's for sure. Mm. Uh, so the mats took the, uh, the mats. The, <laughs> the, the, bats. the bats took out the military. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The military. Go- the so there's there's one the- thing. There, sorry, I skipped over one thing in the beginning, or towards like the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Leon's character. I can't remember his name. Anyways, he's he goes makes a point to say, "Oh, they hate the cold." They'll, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they yeah. really don't like the cold. I'm just bringing that up. And then they move on with the movie and I'm like, all right, well, that's going to be a thing later. Yeah. It's so, and so sure enough, they're like, okay, we got to freeze out these bats. Yeah. The military, uh, has pinpointed the exact location of where the bats, uh, are coming from, which is a, a mine. They call it a mine. And, um, and it's an old abandoned mine shaft. And so the military moves in full force. We're talking like. These aren't the the National Guard. This is the fucking goddamn Marines, you know, with 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 backing from the army. And they all show up and they have this massive and very impressive mm-hmm. a- AC. Right. Which this is giant machine that like only a, exists in the 90s. It's like a turbine. Right. Uh, and they're like, OK, let's get it into place. And they're lowering it down into the mine. But the bats, they fuck them up. They mm-hmm. fuck up the whole military. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they get the they get the AC in place. But everybody got so fucked up so quickly by the bats that they weren't able to turn it on. So they scrapped that whole plan. And instead, they decided, well, we got to nuke it from orbit. This is a serious enough problem. Oh, and by the way, they'll spread across the country if you're not careful, just like the bees. <laughs> um, and so just like the African-Americanized bees. And so, <laughs> uh, and so, we got to be more careful now that we're a top ten film review podcast on Apple Podcasts. Fuck that! We like, can't, we are you can't get, forget your roots. This is came like, from the streets. If there's anything that America likes, it's it's uh, building someone up to to just crumble them. Well, good like, news. Got to gotta build up Britney Spears. It's like, oh, she's such a hot starlet, and she's going to be the biggest thing in the world to be like, <laughs> look at her bald and going insane. I like that you're comparing <laughs> horror movie talk to Britney yes. Spears. We are the same, Br- same. We are the Britney Spears of film review podcasts. <laughs> I can't think of a better example. Well, bad news for you, America. If you wanted to cancel me, too late. I'm already crumbling on the inside. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Um, seriously, I'm super depressed. So the <laughs> <laughs> this is my call for help. This isn't ironic. Please take me at seriously. All. I'm very serious. Uh, I'm on antidepressants and they're not working. Oh, so bats. <sighs> um, <laughs> so they decide to nuke the bats from orbit. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because how true it is. We're all gonna die. So the so so the stakes are set now. The now the now the the military goes. We gotta we gotta nuke the bats. But the the but our our scrappy team of 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 bat fighting experts know because they're also ecologists. So they know that if they're gonna the military wants to bomb every like cave and. 
and like su- surface that bats could live on. And if you if you're a bat ecologist, biologist, you know that bombing won't take care of bats. They'll just scatter and reform somewhere else. So so right. this won't solve Bomb, the problem. Bombs don't work. Any. If anything, it'll make the problem worse. Yeah. Bombs have never worked for anything. Never. Not one time. Name one time a bomb worked. Right. Apart I from Japan. I... <laughs> Just jokes. <laughs> this may be our best ever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So just jokes, people. So they go down into the mines. They go down down into the mines because they got to beat the bombing run. I don't even know if we can release this episode. Oh, we're fucking releasing it. Uh, Yeah, Magnus demands it. Yeah, so they go down into... So the stakes are, there's a bombing run, it's coming. And so we got to get, we got to finish the bats off before the bombing run can start. But the planes are in the air, man. They're on their way. So they go down into the mines and they get on their special suits because if you go into a... You can't can't have a 90s movie without a special space suit. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's part and parcel. You got the same, same. Uh And so... So they go down into the cave with these suits, with which are respirators. Again, the COVID callback, and uh, and <laughs> they need a suit because because guano bat poop. For those of you who mm-hmm. have been living under a, a bat a, a bat proof rock, uh-huh. <laughs> we're getting loopy uh. for the past couple of years. Uh, bat poop gives off ammonia <laughs> and all kinds of bad stuff that'll kill you if you breathe it too much. So they go down in these suits, and the first thing that happens is they fall into this soupy, goopy, uh, this lake of of bat shit. Guano is called. Guano. What did I call it? I don't know. Shit. I said bat. I said guano. You said bat poop. Um, and so... And so they fall down into this lake of bat shit, and and he's like, "What am I covered with?" And here, here's here's a little okay. scene from that. What's with this water? It's guano. It's filled with parasites and insects that feed on it. Are you kidding me? I am not up to my chest in bat shit. I'm afraid you are, Sheriff. Woo. Nasty. 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 <laughs> oh shit. Oh hell no. Nasty. Uh, again, yeah, again, guess who that is. Um uh, so yeah, so then they stumble across some possum bones in the in the cave and they're like it's almost like they brought themselves a little snack. For first of all, did Oh hey ho, I called it a possum. Pequano uh, <laughs> is not liquid, is it? It couldn't form a lake. Isn't it like really thick and stick to ceilings? Are you Oh, who are you going to trust? <laughs> are you going to trust just some idiot okay. called Bryce Hansen? Or, or are you going to trust the bat experts? Okay. All right. She knew what it was. Fair. Um, so it's a pretty cool cave. Or it's, I guess it's a mine. They call it a mine. And uh, Lou gets jumped by this monstrous bat. And she just kind of <laughs> stands there and does nothing. She's like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. 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 this is fine. And he's like, ah, ah, ah. 
Well, I love pre, we we skipped over this part where she gets attacked real bad mm-hmm. with a bat and and gallop when like the town's getting attacked. She gets like wrapped up by two bats. They're just like giving her the biggest old bat bear hug. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh no, I'm gonna die!" Blah blah blah. But they never actually like do anything. Yeah, to her. And then the the doctor that came out of the helicopter is like, "No, attack me!" And then the bats go attack him and instantly kill him. Yeah, and then she gets up. She's got two scratches on her face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they attack again down in the cave, and it's real. Don't know. I mean, maybe they die. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then they run away with like the no, most. No, no, no. They turn on the AC though. They accomplished their mission. Sure. Yeah, yeah. They accomplish their mission. And they turn on the abandoned AC machine, and but they only things... have like four minutes to get out. Yeah. Or else uh, Leon is supposed to blow up the entrance to the cave and seal them in. Right. And then they get out. And then there's explosions anyway. So they okay, well, avoided well, the bombing run. They say, hey, call the military. They're like, hey, don't fucking bomb it. We did it. We we killed the bats. Are you sure? Yes. Confirmed kill. I'm a Marine sniper. I have 300 confirmed kills. The, we skipped over the best part, though. Okay. Is there is a lengthy chase. Yeah. Where Lou Diamond Phillips and, and Dina Meyer are running away from the bats. They're trying to get to the entrance. They're like going up elevators. They're... And every time <laughs> there's a swarm of bats, every time it shows the bats, they're like 20 feet behind them and then gaining to where they're about two feet away. Oh, like yes. From the shot of the camera. Yeah. Like it's the Monty Python. They're just about yeah. to eat them. And then they keep and then it cuts to them running and they're running up like the stairs or whatever. And, and then, then they're cuts 20 back, feet away again. Yeah. It cuts back to the bats and they're 20 feet away. Yeah. And then like instantly on them. And then it comes. It just does that over and over again. Like, where the fuck are these bats? Yeah. Like, do they just like, huh? Uh, give me. Uh, they really uh, enjoy the, the thrill of the chase more than the actual catching. Right. Yeah, uh, and then, uh, and then, so then it, there's a, so so they avoided the thing that would be bad, right? Mm. The bad thing would be ex- an explosion because that would scatter all the bats. So the bombing run won't work because explosions scatter uh-huh. the bats, and they, then they just and then they up. explode the bats. Uh huh. So that so they get out of the cave and then Leon blows it, uh-huh. and they all exp- huge mountainside worth of explosions. Which I thought we were trying to avoid. Well. Good point. So, um, good point. <laughs> and then, like, at the very end, it shows, like... Well, also, this is another thing to point out. They're like, there's only one way out. There's only one entrance. Yeah. But when they're in the cave with the bats, there's a light, light source from a hole in the ceiling. Yeah, what's... uh? Well, and there's, like, several light yeah, sources from holes all around the well, mine. What are all these, uh, what are all these other there's light sources? There's only one way out. There's only one... What are all these other There's lights? only one way out. Uh, uh, they well, can't get out any other way. Okay. And then they show, like, at the very, very end, like, a very uh, 90s ending of, uh-oh, there's a bat tunneling out of the ground. He, t- he came out of the ground. He's uh, And then their car runs over him as they drive off into the sunset. So, no sequel here. Sorry, folks. Mm-hmm. No sequel for bat. So, my final recommendation <laughs> for this... This is, if you like fun, campy 90s creature features, this is totally that kind of thing. Is it good? No. Does it make sense? Yeah, pretty much. The whole thing makes makes sense the whole way through. If you completely discount reality. It's mostly a good time and a fun laugh. It's, right. It's, it's 
I was not paying a ton of attention to it, but I'll tell you, I laughed out loud whenever it showed the puppet of the bats because it's so laughably bad. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great movie. Um, great, great movie. Uh, 100%. You should all see it. Uh, great great bad movie. Thanks, Magnus, for suggesting it. And finally, you guys will stop bothering us about bats. Yeah, leave us alone already. Um, so with that, let's get into Lifetime Movie or Horror Movie. about Lifetime Movie or Horror Movie. Lifetime Movie or Horror Movie, as you might guess, is where I read the description of a movie, and you have to guess, you, Bryce Hansen, has, has to guess, is this a Lifetime Movie that I'm reading about, or is this a Horror Movie that I'm reading about? It can be hard to tell if the person curating this list is good. Mm. And you motherfuckers know that I'm the best. So let's see how Bryce can do. I think let's see how many we have here. I think I have five. Let's see. One, two, okay. three, four, five. So you're gonna have to get three in order to win. You didn't the last couple times have been you've done pretty good. I have. It was really you really fooled me on something. The best. Like I said. Okay. okay. So here is my first description. Is this a lifetime movie or is this a horror movie? Ellie, a former cheerleader, returns to her high school as a teacher. Ten years after she was nearly killed in a series of brutal slayings on the squad, the, the cheerleading squad. Hmm. When the attacks start up again shortly after her arrival, she must find the killer before they get to her first. Hmm. Lifetime or horror? <sighs> that feels like a horror movie. Mm. <clears throat> That's got to be like cheerleader death camp 2 or something like that that's why i'm on the best baby that's a that is a lifetime no movie. that is who is killing the cheerleaders N that's the name no. of the movie that's the name of the movie you can look it fucking up is it actually is it is that a horror movie that's a lifetime movie uh i mean they're all kind of horror movies but they're very specifically <laughs> lifetime movies too you know okay it's like if they're made for lifetime yeah, they're they can be horror, but they're also like wow. really specific. I really wouldn't think that cheerleaders would be like a main feature of a lifetime movie. That's surprising to me. Well, that's really sexist of you to 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 relegate. Well, I thought it would be you know that's kind of an ex exploitative trope in horror movies. See, but that's exactly that's exactly what the what the yeah, feminist our... antagonizers want. <laughs> okay, next <laughs> feminist. Wow, we're really gonna get canceled. <laughs> Bat, who knew bats would be our undoing? Uh huh. So uh, you, who, we we should just before we end, we should we should list out who we've offended. Nah, or who nah, they know who they are. Wrong. <laughs> I'm sure they'll let it be known. <laughs> uh, we had a comment or we had a review. Yeah. Did you see that review? I probably did. Or it was on Twitter. No, it was a Twitter comment. They're uh. like, "Hey, been listening to you. Know, like, I wanted to like this, the haunting of Bly Manor after show because there's not really any other choice, but." Um, oh, what did she say? 
I'm just as horny as guys. She, <laughs> she basically said that like we didn't we didn't edit enough. Like it was too much of us talking, and oh it's, yeah, and. It's not funny to say bitch, even if it's like a joking manner. Oh, it's just, it's just not cool. Kiss my ass, bitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I told her we would try. Oh, I'm sorry. I oh, said Jesus. we would try harder. Well, I mean, I mean, you I'm, said that. I'm, I didn't say that. I'm mindful now of saying the word bitch because I don't want to offend. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even do it. You couldn't even do it. I, I, no, I don't. <laughs> See, I'm getting better because my You're mindful of saying what? My original my original instinct was to say kiss, I'm kiss I'm more ass. mindful of saying the word bitch because I don't want to offend bitches. He keeps saying it <laughs> Oh no. Oh you just stepped on it. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyways. Uh, so here we go. Uh you were I'm sorry I'm honestly I'm gonna try harder to not say the word bitch because that is you know, really upping the count. Offensive. It's not right. And we should stop saying that. Mm. And also stop saying retard. I'm a and gay. Africanized. Yeah. African Americanized. <laughs> That's racist when you say that. <laughs> a young mother suffers her worst nightmare the drowning of her young daughter. Two years later, Jamie gives birth to yet another girl. After a series of suspicious accidents, Jamie becomes haunted by fears that her dead daughter's vengeful spirit has returned in her new baby. Is she right? Or is guilt over her daughter's death pushing her sanity over the edge? Read the, read the first part again. A young mother suffers her worst nightmare, the drowning of her young daughter. Two years later, Jamie gives birth to another girl. <sighs> Yeah, what do you think? This is like where the game play cuz I can't think of a more lifetime movie synopsis than that. It's very lifetimey. Oh, so lifetimey. Yeah. Oh man. Like it's a little more supernatural and horror than you would think, but it's also exactly the amount very. because it's like, "Oh, I'm questioning my my motherhood right i'm questioning so, something's wrong with my baby like that's i mean that's like a oh, yeah. latent fear of most lifetime movies like what's wrong with my baby you mean women <laughs> or women i mean honestly yeah. I've, I've i have a wife and i have kids and that was like that's hard to believe that's a huge feature the way you wantonly use the word bitch oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man we're way really you, rolling in our own shit in the this way episode you, a the lot. way you say wanton is offensive to Chinese Americans. Oh, God. Chinese Americanized. <laughs> mm. uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> now we offended the Christians. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to, I gotta say lifetime because I think you're trying to fool me mm. and do a one. And then you're thinking I'm going to go like lifetime, then horror, then lifetime, then horror because, and you've tricked me real good on that last one. Mm. I'm going to say lifetime. Well, good news for you. You're right. Yes. That is a lifetime movie. That is Hush Little Baby. <laughs> I really like the, the name of the first one. Did you hear the name of the first one? What was it? Who is killing the cheerleaders? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> That's a high effort name. Yeah. Uh, they racked their brains for that one. Here we go. Here's our third one. Good job. It's your one for two. A newly possessed high school cheerleader turns into a succubus. This is Jennifer's body. Damn it. Wow, you get two points for that. Yeah. 
Damn, that was so fast. I didn't even get to read the whole thing because uh-huh. I'm sure I've used that one before. I think I of know. Jennifer's body every time I think of Lifetime yeah. movie or horror movie. Okay, I've, well, I've never seen it, but I like. That's with Megan Fox. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good looking lady, uh, but I won't sexualize her. Um, to the allure. OK, here's the fourth one. The allure of easy money sends Mary Mason, a medical student, into the world of underground surgeries, which ends up leaving more marks on her than her so-called freakish, quote unquote, clients. This one's hard. This is the hardest one, in my opinion. Even harder than me right now. Okay, so read it it again. Yeah. Uh, The allure (laughs) of easy money sends Mary Mason, a medical student, into the world of underground surgeries, which ends up leaving more marks on her than her so-called, quote-unquote, freakish clients. Oh, man. Can you give me detail of what kind of surgeries they are? No. Oh, man. They're freakish. (sighs) What's the name of the character? Mary... Margaret or something? Yeah, it's, there's a lot of, uh, um, what's it called? Alliteration. Alliteration in this description. A lot of M's. Uh, uh, Mary Mason. Mary Mason. Feels like a real lifetime movie name. Yeah, they, Mary well, Mason. I mean, the fact that they name her at all feels She's a life. medical student. She gets more marks. Mary like, Mace is in a me- medical... St- underground surgeries, like, that really doesn't feel lifetime. That feels like a torture porn kind of thing. That's true. But I can't imagine a horror movie, like, being so specific or being, like, the protagonist is taking part mm-hmm. in the horror. Right. Yeah. Lifetime movie would be like she gets into it and she gets too deep. I'm going to need an answer. I'm going to commit to Lifetime movie. Ooh, I'm sorry. This is a... Fuck. This is a horror movie. This is American Mary. There you go. Okay. Um... So, you, well, you've already won the game, though. Yeah. Uh, you, you, let's, let's get the last you one. You guessed Jennifer's body dead to rights. The last one is a seductive teen befriends an introverted high school student and schemes her way into the lives of her wealthy family. Oh, it's a Lifetime movie. A seductive teen befriends an introverted high school student and schemes her way into yeah. the lives of her wealthy family. Yeah, that's got to be Lifetime movie. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's Lifetime. That is Poison Ivy. Way to go, man. You. Really- oh, man, Poison Ivy. That's with the... Uh... Oh, God. Okay, this is where... <laughs> you betray... I betray my pervy self, because that has... Um... What's your name in it? Alyssa Milano. Oh, look at you. Doesn't Alyssa Milano show her tits in that? I don't know. How would I know that? You would know that. I mean, it's just one of those things. Thirsty. Thirsty bitch. This was back when you cared. It's not okay to eat. What if if I'm talking about you, can I I call you a bitch? I don't think... It's never acceptable. I mean, how about we only... When we talk about Meg... My dog. Oh, yeah. She is a bitch. Yeah, she's a girl dog. She's a girl dog. It's acceptable then. And uh, I don't know if we talked about on the podcast about Meg. So I got a new puppy, a uh, golden retriever. Yeah, she's adorable. Cream colored. She's beautiful. Creamy. And uh, we named her 90s Meg Ryan. God, it's such a cringy name. I love it. Yeah, I know you do. You've been rolling in that name. 
but we just call her Meg. Yeah, Meg is a great name. Meg is a great name for, for, for a puppy and a dog. But um, what's the impetus for naming her 90s Meg Ryan? I mean, I'm just saying, pull up a picture of 90s Meg Ryan and then pull up a picture of a golden retriever. Put them side by side. And you tell me if that's not a great name for a golden retriever. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, first of all, it's not cool that you're comparing a real woman I'm not to saying, a, a bitch. No, I'm, I'm only saying good uh, things. I'm not saying she's a bitch. I'm saying that she's adorable. She's bright mm. and... Uh, just uh, effervescent. I'm gonna lean into this a little bit, a little bit harder. Imagine, imagine the amount of hubris it takes to to say to I don't know a podcast that has a brand of you know a certain way of the way they are and be like. It was pretty good, but you guys really shouldn't use a word that I don't like. No, um, no, I, I accept. I take all criticisms like at face value. No, I'm, I'm saying, I'm honestly, saying, and I'm saying, imagine the hubris that takes. No, I, I like the feedback. I don't want people to not give us their honest feedback. Like, I get it. And we're getting a lot of new listeners for, for the Haunting of Bly Manor After Show. That's true. They've never heard us before. They don't have the context of what horror movie talk is all about. They don't know us. But still. What they do know is that we get accents wrong and <laughs> we say bitch sometimes. Look, here's the real, the real straight poop. We're just dumb idiots. And you shouldn't take anything we say seriously because who would take some dumb idiot seriously? Yeah. It's, it's retarded of you. <laughs> so, so with that, thank you for listening to Horror Movie Talk. Make sure to share this episode with a friend so that they can help cancel us. And, uh, you know, if you'd like to help support the pod, you can become yeah. a patron. Maybe if your friend is African-American. Uh, Japanese. Nized. Female. Or retarded, don't share horror movie talk with them because they might be offended on any given episode. Oof, man, I'm but never going to be able to be hired every, hired if, by any place. Ever if you're again. if you have a friend that's a cisgendered white male, probably safe. That's this is for them. They'll agree 100 percent with everything that we say. Right, because we speak for all men all the time, and that's why Manscaped has that coupon code <laughs> HMD at checkout. Here, look. Uh, I'm pulling out my gun to shoot my foot. Oh. Um, so, like I said, if you want to support uh, some horrible, deplorable idiots, make sure to do so by checking out our Patreon. You can get access to our afterpods. And, you know, if you want to surf to our website, horrormovietalk.com, you can click the link at the top of the page that says buy stuff on Amazon. Anytime you buy anything on Amazon, a little bit of that goes to us and it costs you nothing extra. It's just literally a click away and then you get to support the pod for you know, for what you'd already be buying anyway on Amazon. Um, special thanks to Magnus on this one. Thanks for pointing us towards bats. It's yeah, just, it was really del a delight. Um, it was a lot of fun. And the, and I think this is going to be one of our best episodes yeah. ever. So thanks. Thanks, Magnus. Thanks for everyone else that's been clamoring for us to cover bats. Um, Make sure you direct all angry hate mail and voice messages to 682-253-4468. We love you so much. Have a great week. Goodbye. Bye -bye. Bye, bye, bye. Looking for a podcast full of burps and gas, perverted cast, skinny and fat. Look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day.
the pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way. Vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too, with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pop done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner, rum, sin kiss. Bryce Hansen, look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Masturbate with a crucifix, exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair peed on Sigourney Weaver. I know it's true, cause it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Bad gastritis, knee colostomy. Turn Patreons into human centipedes. David Doobie Day, scare him, no, no expert. A global fucks hard, professional sex expert. After pods, taglines, and porno flicks. American Psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper, chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too, with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner, rubs nothing good. In the woods, Ever. always get more than you bargain for. Always. Got a pickle to dickle, machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and organs. Corona, COVID, curse, Lorona, Green River Killer, because reasons. Hallway of poop monster kids screaming. It's your ordinary dingleberry itinerary. 30 days shudder and jump scares ain't fucking scary. Time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes. Use their white socks to catch their loads. To show them one titty, pretty. Paganism you should worship, they Teflon dips. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breast. Shifty ass, stay spooky, poor man's digress. Bugsy. HMT, horror movie talk. Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them.